The entire thing reeked of antiseptic and foul-smelling medicines, and the way the white gauze was always pulled tightly over the windows gave him the creeps. There were hardly ever any students in here. Ever since Gilder had seen fit to employ Dr. Stein, a man whose tattoo let him heal just about anything, the medical wing had seen a sudden and merciful drop in patients. Now the only times that the cotton cots were in use were when the office was being used as an unofficial barrier zone, keeping boys who had been fighting with each other at an arm's length, or when Dr. Stein was away on business, like today. Simon lay on his back, squinting up at the blinding light dangling above him, and tentatively tried to stretch out his legs, first one and then the other. They were sluggish, sure, but at least there was movement. There hadn't been so much movement when Jason had dragged him in here just a few minutes before. Minutes, or had it been hours? Simon couldn't be sure. It looked like the sun was hanging lower in the sky, but it was hard to tell anything for certain through those gauzy curtains. Truth be told, Simon couldn't be certain of a lot of things. The tranquilizer he'd been given had worked on his mind just as surely as it had on his body. The sedative that Gilder's acting physician had stuck him with afterwards was almost worse. And as hard as he was trying to piece things together, what happened back in the oratory didn't make a bit of sense. Someone tried to kill me. It came back to him in stilted snapshots, splintered, senseless images that he struggled to string together to make a whole. The attack. The man with the gun, Jacob running towards him, Jacob getting shot. Simon's eyes flickered to the cot next to him. Through the gauzy veil, he could see the outline of another boy lying on his back with his eyes closed. His dark hair spilled out on the pillow around him, and even through the opaque curtain, Simon could see the rising welt on his neck where the tranquilizer dart had buried itself deep into his skin. What the hell was he thinking? I told him to run, to get out and save himself. He doesn't know me, he had no possible reason to stay. But he didn't just stay. An image of Jacob racing towards him flashed through Simon's head. How the quiet boy had thrown Simon's arm around his neck and dragged him towards the door only to end up getting shot himself. Unlike Simon, Jacob didn't know the man wasn't firing real bullets. Why did he do that? Why did he risk everything for someone he doesn't even know? Not that it had mattered in the end. Simon remembered the dull impact as Jacob hit the ground beside him, unconscious before he even landed on the floor. He remembered the way the man had moved him aside with his shoe so he could get a better angle at Simon. The way he'd set aside his tranquilizer gun and pulled out another. Something heavier. Something final. He had told Simon to close his eyes, that he shouldn't see it coming. And then... The sharp crack of the gun echoed in Simon's mind and he jerked on the cot. He remembered being surprised that it didn't hurt to get shot, that there was no pain involved in dying. He remembered thinking how odd it was that despite the fact that the gun had been pointed at his head, he was still alert enough to be having an internal discussion. Except the bullet had never reached him. The gun had been turned to claim someone else. Simon's eyes opened wide as he put it together for the first time. Jason had killed the man, shot him clean through the skull. 
Simon had been in trouble, so Jason had killed the man who was trying to kill him for someone else. The voice of the assassin ran through Simon's head and a cold chill ran up his spine. It's not what I want. It's what my employer wants. He wants you dead, Simon. Simon couldn't believe the words as he'd heard them. His first random thought had been that it was the kind of line you'd hear in a movie or on TV. One of those spy shows that he and Argyle would watch in a marathon on the random days they weren't overwhelmed with homework. It wasn't the kind of thing you'd hear in real life. It certainly wasn't the kind of thing that would ever be directed at a guy like him. Who the hell would want to kill Simon? Aside from that third year who once yelled at him for destroying the grading curve with the A he'd gotten on a term paper in Professor Melville's class, 